welcome to the Crack 10 Comedy Club! <laughs> On tonight's show, our special guest is Mags McHugh. And Mags, Eddie, myself talk about missing a flight when you're still in the airport, a pedo following you to gig, and a man with a knife on the London Underground. Welcome to the Crackdown Comedy Club. All right, guess who we've got today? Oh, it's in the description. Mags McHugh. How are you doing, Mags? I'm all right. And you flew over. You were just telling us. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yes. You missed a flight on the way Two over. Two days ago. Yeah. I, <laughs> I was on time and everything. I've missed flights before, but this time I got on the plane. I was on time. I was there two and a half hours early on the flight. And then they said there was a problem with the flight. They were going to get a man from Stansted to come and fix it. It would be an hour and a half to two hours before he fixed it to settle back and relax. Well, we know people got annoyed, a bit annoyed. British, they were, nobody got too annoyed, but they let us off. They hid their annoyance. Everybody hid their annoyance. The so lot of they tests. let us off. They let us off. And I put an hour alarm on my clock. So I'd go and have a cup of tea, do a bit of work, do some admin, did the stuff. The hour goes up. As soon as that happened, I was up, out of the shop, bottle of water, back to the flight. And I said, where's the flight? And they said, I said, is there any news on the flight? I said, oh, there's nobody here. She said, um... No, we've offloaded you. I said, no, I offloaded myself, darling. I'm looking for the flight for Gatwick to London to Dublin. Obviously, well, I was in Gatwick. So they said, um, well, she said, no, no, it's gone. I said, no, it's not gone. Like, where, Where is it? She I'll said, tell you, flight attendant. I'll tell you, let yeah. me explain. Let, let me, me explain your me airport explain. to you. So she said, you'll have to go back and get your bag. So I trailed all the way back through. They wouldn't let me out of the airport through security. They make a big fuss about it. You have to be escorted out by a member of staff. I went back up again to the, because there is like an office desk thing where it says information, where they're meant to help you. I said, there's nobody there. That's why I'm here. So they said, go back. There'll be somebody there. There's nobody. So I let myself into the information desk. And I went on the tannoy and just said, could somebody help? It's Mags. You went on the microphone. Attention, everybody. It's Mags. I did. It's Mags. Mags <laughs> here. Ryanair information help. Can you come and help me, please? I need to get out of the airport now. So I got, I got really, I got a bit annoyed. Not, I wasn't rude. But anyway, people started queuing up for help. And um, at this point, I came off the tannoy and um, then eventually a man came over and just said, ring a number and you get to speak to somebody. But by now they'd heard me on the tannoy because I'd done it a few times. Is this um, the first I've ever heard of it called tannoy? Yes, yeah, it's, it's a microphone on the... Tannoy, yeah. You, you go bing bong. It's a bing bong sound. Right. Oh, so you had the bing bong and all. You go bing bong, yeah, bing bong. And I said, Mag, ba, 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 <laughs> Mags McHugh here. Yeah, yeah. So I did, I did it a Is few Michael O'Leary No, it was three times. I did it three times altogether. But I just thought, that's like, nobody's listening. Like, nobody's taking any notice at all. Anyway, then I sat on the floor. I just thought, I've, I can't get out of the airport. I'm going to be here for days. I was working in the evening here in Dublin. Anyway, eventually they let me out. Well, they take, took me through like I was a half-wit, which in fairness, yeah, I felt like a half-wit. And I'm not going to get into too much detail other than they let me go on another flight and they never charged me. two hundred and eight. They made it out that it was a big deal. I got a free flight of £297. Was their fault in the first place? It was. But I actually felt like I'd saved money. In an odd way, I felt like I'd got a really good deal because I got a 300-euro flight for nothing. But it's not like it's first class or anything. You're still no uh, uh, Sorry to break it. You got a bad deal. I I know. I know. I'm going to put a complaint. But this this Ryanair, I Mm. like Ryanair. What, even now? I do. Do you know what? Apart from the not-allergy people that make a fuss about everything on Ryanair, which does annoy me, as you know, every Ryanair flight, someone's got a not-allergy. Why don't they have nut flights and non-nut flights? Exactly. That should be a thing, There's a flight going out like every hour minimum. 
Yeah. So just have just wait forty five minutes. Get wait, on forty five minutes. It, it'll be a... one a year, Dan. There's not that many get people with nut, nut allergies. Get on a nut flight. But I'd had a Snickers bar. Like if you've had a Snickers before, mm. you've got on. How do they know that's out of your? You system? got nut breath. Like for, yeah, exactly. It's like for God's sake. Yeah. How go. how severe an allergy would you have oh, to have if right, for yeah. Mags McHugh to have had a Snickers at before before a that. flight? Oh, no. If yeah. that's the case, sorry. The human race is, is, you're not a, you know. No. Nah. It's a worry. It's but a anyway, that was, but I'm here now and it's grand. I'm yeah, all right, you know. Yeah, hey, yeah. Well yeah. done. And you congratulations to a pair of you on your big success. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Max. Feeling good. Series yeah. two TV show, is that? Yeah, I know. Oh, good. Yeah. That success. I was <laughs> like, which, uh, what's well, Max bringing up? Well, what did I do? What did I do? What did you do? That's what I want to know. Really. No, um, also I've got makeup on because I thought this was going to be filmed. So I'm a little bit disappointed. You look fantastic. You look amazing. I look great without makeup though as well. If you're yeah, listening true, to yeah. this, I didn't notice. imagine yeah. Uh, yeah. Sophia Loren. <laughs> yeah. I think she's dead as well. Yeah. Is, she de- is she dead? Oh, imagine Sophia know. Loren, six foot in the grave. No, no, no. Thanks. No, no, no. Imagine Mags McHugh, but less shiny. Less yeah. hue on Mags McHugh. Yeah. You look great. You went to Brown Thomas. I've got nine layers of makeup on this. This is just, people do this every day. That's they insane, they put it? a dewy thing on to make your face look dewy. Like what? Dewy, and then dewy. there's an undercurrent. There's an under. There's this gloss paint. There's not gloss. What was it under? There's a primer. Then there's a special makeupy thing. They spray semicolon. It just went on and on. Sounds like a wedding cake or a, a, lot, a bun. A lot of stuff with makeup. It, yeah. I mean, it works. Yeah, Does it looks it? good. Yeah. Well, like, um, would you do that? Like, how often would you like put nine layers on? I wouldn't do nine layers just of anything. Just for a podcast. <laughs> I'm so sorry we're not filming this. I don't know. I was meant to be having lunch with Eddie, but he let me down as well. I'm just going to get that in there as well. Yeah, yeah. what happened there, Eddie? Edinburgh Fringe. You know, you said well done on the TV show. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I am. Let's go back to that. Let's go back to that. Yeah, no, I am glad. I am glad for your congratulations. Edinburgh Fringe is coming up in a few weeks. Did you two do a show together in the Fringe? Yes, we did. Yeah. Was that your first Fringe show? I was really good in that as well. You were great. Black Sheep. Uh, yeah, it was called. Black sheep, yeah, and yeah. Snack Chat. And Snack Chat, yeah. Snack Chat. Mm. Yeah, Snack Chat. I, I love was, Snack Chat. I wasn't as attached to that one. But Black Sheep was you a great like, show. You don't like snacks? Snack Chat was great, though. It so was fun. It was at 10 a.m. It was the earliest Edinburgh yeah. Fringe show. People, people came back to it, though. They really liked people it. People came back the next day because we had, we had free snacks. That was a big what thing. They, no, what they loved was they were part of the show and they would tell us the stuff they'd done. So we split them into groups. It was like a workshoppy type thing. And then <laughs> yeah. people would tell us what they'd done. There was one time where we split people up a bit. And this man said, when he came back, it was like well, confession time. Like we got confession going. Yeah. And he said that he never takes his dog for a walk. He just moves the lead from the front door to the back door in the morning so that his wife thinks he's taken the dog out but she was in another group and she said that in, in the evening she moves the dog lead from the front door to the back door so, do you remember that one? Yeah. Nobody, no one's walking this poor fat dog dog I know and they couldn't understand why the dog was morbidly obese I mean it was just and yeah. they said it in two separate groups to their own groups and then yeah. that was that was both their secret that was the secret no I know way. there was a man who stole what did he take? He used to take flamingo like ornaments, put them in a van, and redistribute them to different parts of the country. He'd rehome them like garden ornaments. It was garden flamingo. But most people do it with garden gnomes, you know, the little mm. things. Yeah. But he took it with flamingos. I mean, it was just batshit. Right. People told us the most amazing yeah, things. Yeah, people opened up. I'm they so glad did. you remember them. I, I, I was barely awake, 10 a.m. Well, that was doing, my main problem. You were doing most of the MC in fairness because I didn't know what I was doing. But I was in a wheelchair for the black sheep. We did the wheelchair set, which was me trying to get accessibility on the map so people could mm. access gigs in Ireland. That was my aim. She's doing that. Yeah, it was really. very edgy. 
So Mags, you came up in a wheelchair on stage. I wheeled you up on stage. Yeah. And then you did your set. And then towards the end of your set, you would stand up. No, towards the end of it, you'd push me into the corner as if that's where I should be. You went, now I'm I'm Eddie and then Eddie, facing the wall. (laughs) And one time I got a hangover. I thought I was going to be sick in a plant. I was so unwell. But it was the only time I got really drunk during the thing. But I never did it again because I thought I cannot be in a corner of a room being sick into a plant. It's just too much. But then you'd come on, do your bit, and then we'd come back on and do bits together. But, I mean, it was just, we used to have, we had fun with it. We had fun, yeah, yeah. But at the end of the show, you did step up out of oh, the wheelchair. Oh, I'd say I don't need this. I like a bit of comfort. I like to be pushed around. And it was a, it was yeah. kind of connected to domestic abuse, which I've had in the past, ex partner, whatever. Uh, so it was connected to that, but also connected to how people in wheelchairs get treated as if they don't have equal value. That was the gist. That's yeah. what I was doing. Yeah. And in Edinburgh, the city with the most steps possible. Yeah. yeah. Well, Ireland's not great if you're doing stand-up no. comedy. Ireland, no, everything's Ireland. upstairs or downstairs. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. but the, the hard part with the so so it was highlighting uh, lack of access and all, other things, but the part of the problem was <laughs> that and you'd step up out of the wheelchair, but we'd be flyering outside the venue for like an hour and a half prior to the show. <laughs> so me and Mags walking around the street, and then like the crowd would get in. So you know some days would be packed, some days not packed at all. <laughs> but let's say there's a, a day it's packed. There's only a 50 seater with 50 people sit down and then I wheel Mags up in a wheelchair and about 40 of these 50 people had just been flyered in by Mags. So they're all going, what? She's in a... What? She's in a... (laughs) (laughs) And and I'm just going to go... What's happened, Sarah, in the last 35 (laughs) minutes? It made very little sense. Quite a lot of the swing when you look back. It's it's going to be a slightly different show to what you anticipated. Yeah. Here she is, yeah. Like just before the show, like you whipped you whipped mags across <laughs> the legs of the baseball bat like a dirty rotten scoundrels. <laughs> but it was that good. It was, good. It was a good month. Yeah. It was our, our first Edinburgh. Black sheep. Yeah. So it was both of your first shows there. Yeah. 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 Good. How many years ago is that? 2019. God. Four, yeah. five, yeah, four years. Yeah. Very good. Still got the wheelchair? No, I don't use it since... People get to do comedy in wheelchairs. I don't do it anymore. I stopped oh, it yeah, as cause... soon as Sersha got started to go. A woman, Sersha Smith, who I helped get going in comedy. You did? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah man. Yeah, she was so only last was... month. She ripped it. Yeah, yeah good. Yeah, so I, I, that was the aim. But it was because my mum got treated like she was really stupid when she was in a wheelchair. That made me realise just how we treat people. As soon as you see somebody with a chair with wheels on, people talk to the person pushing the chair, not the person in the chair. It's just an odd, odd thing. Really, and people sit down all the time. But as soon as you sit down, you don't And you've got wheels on it. Yeah, they would go, how, she, how does she want me to drink? How are we going to do it? The oddest thing was, do you know the film Philomena? The film? Yeah. So I, the reason I got the wheelchair in the first place is my mum wanted to go see that because we had a relative who was in the Magdalene Laundry, you know. So it was about the Magdalene Laundry. So I pushed, I got a wheelchair so my mum could go see that film. She was 88, 89, my mum at the time. There's no way she could have walked all the way in. So went to see the film and when she was in asking for a Coke, she said, can I have a Coca-Cola and some popcorn and the woman went to me how are we going to do this can she manage one big one or will I give it to her in two and my mum went why are you talking to my daughter I'm sitting here I I want the drinks and I yeah I so it hit me then that it it was would make a big difference to actually sort of show how we're treated if we see somebody as different and a wheelchair is kind of a good symbol of difference it's it's a very obvious one but there's lots of differences so Years go by, now I'm living in London a lot of the time, although I come back and I work with mental health here and in Dublin and in, in the UK. Um, in the comedy clubs. Yeah, in, yeah well, I, I'm doing, doing all sorts of stuff. But I work in, I work in mental health. But, oh, yeah, a lot, a lot of people with mental health issues in comedy clubs uh, work in there. But I was in um, 
I was at a clear pub and I met this woman and she needed a bit of help with comedy. We got chatting and I said I'd meet up with her. She was at a gong show and it turned out it, she had a bit of a difficulty and it turned out her dad produced the film. He's a really famous, he's, he, he, he did the film, um, Philomena. No it was way. in the, yeah, he was big in, big in films. So it was like a real circle of like, I, that was the reason I ended up or started doing comedy in a wheelchair and then I met this woman and helped her with some comedy. That's a oh, so you're helping the daughter of the producer now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, the film. Hey, look at that. A little cycle. Little mm. cycle. Mm. If that made any sense at all, it yeah. does to me. Yeah. Great movie. Yeah, it's great. Time. It I bought great. it on DVD when it came yeah, out. She's, so good. Yeah, she's really lovely too. Lola, yeah. Mm, mm. Nice. Good nice. You have a good heart, Mags. Very good heart. Have I? Yeah. I've said it and that's that. Um, what Eddie says goes about hearts. Yeah. What's what 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 anyway. good about that? What's well, you, 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 you help. Well, the story goes: you're helping your mom in, into a wheelchair to go and watch a movie she wants to see. That's important to her. And then the end of the story is you're helping someone connected to the movie uh, oh. get involved in comedy. Both sides of it is Mags helping someone. Mo- a lot of stage. other comedians would be someone taking advantage of someone and then the end of it taking advantage of someone else connected to that someone else. But I wouldn't but do it now. I'm not nice to people now at all, as you know. It's all changed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Horrible now. Nasty now, yeah. Changed. Nasty. Changed. Mags yeah. Breaking Bad. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, could you imagine? Yeah. That'd be sweet. Because you do like, I said that to Eddie when he came in, you do, I mean, you did crawl through the window when we met you, but yeah. you looked like you were here to solve a crime. You oh, know, you did got your I? Scarf, yeah, there's a lot going on. Coat. Yeah. You look like, you know, like the poker face, you know, you're coming in to solve something. Oh, did I look serious? I look like I know what I'm doing. That's half the battle, isn't it? You always do. Um, What was your first gig? How did you get into comedy? First gig. First gig, first time I ever did it was, I was looking after mum and dad. So they were both in there, nearly 90 when they died. So I was there, they were in the late 80s. And I needed something to have time away from the family should I say looking after two elderly people tricky to put it mildly so I went on a course I did a, a short course with Aidan Killian and my first gig after that I spent the first two years of doing comedy at a place called the Wicked Wolf in Black Rock Maxine Jones ah. ran it and there was nobody in the audience really because it was just comedians so nobody laughed so the first time I did a gig where there was anybody in the audience was a Chris O'Neill gig at his place. And when people laughed, I got such a fright, I came off the stage early. I got such a shock because <laughs> I'd, I'd literally had two years of silent gigs. So year three was the first time I heard anybody laugh. That's a great out. shout out to Maxine Jones there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I know. Sitting I don't mean it. I don't mean Maxine it, really. Jones for two years, no laughs. No, no. <laughs> I don't mean it. You see how I've gone mean. No, she, she was. She, she gave us the opportunity. It was for me. It was getting out of the house to go somewhere yeah, and, and yeah, do comedy. Yeah. Very but, hard to fill a room. Very hard to get people. But it's comedians as well. Like you know, they just the worst everybody audience. would just sit there, and yeah. there would be maybe only a few comedians, and nobody really laughed. And so I did new material every night because I thought you just had to write stuff. Nobody said, "Don't do the new stuff every time." And then Chris O'Neill gig, I was doing five minutes. And after three and a half minutes, I came off. And Claire, my friend, said, why did you come off after? And I went, they were laughing and I heard laughter. And she said, yeah, that's what's meant to happen. I went, oh, yeah. I got such a fright. And even now when people laugh, the first laugh, I get a shock. I get that feeling of like, oh, my God. What am I in for? What's happened? What's happened here? Do you get a rush when people laugh? No, I I get a fright to start with. (laughs) <laughs> I get really fearful, yeah. And then they're laughing, and then I think, oh yeah, they're they're on it. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. But you feel like because the laugh is a connection with the crowd. So mm. even though it's a shock, it must be a good shock of like ice. Not the first. The first one's like holy god. I still have that feeling. Yeah. Like last night, the first time that we've had like we didn't know at the time, but like teenagers, oh. in, they were like brothers. What are they? Fourteen and thirteen, or oh. four, fifteen, and thirteen, or something like that. And then you you open you open it with a fisting joke. Oh no! no. <laughs> yes, that, I, if I wouldn't have. Thanks for that. Yeah, I wouldn't have done that yeah. if I'd have known children. No, were I in, didn't know. I, I wouldn't have done. Until later. I, I wouldn't. Hundred percent wouldn't have done fisting stuff. Fist bumping. Tell you one yeah, thing. Yeah, fair enough. You, you can't do a scan of the, every comedy room you go into. Where are there children? Are there children? Well, I just assume there weren't kids because mm. there aren't you, normally. You never assume yeah. when you're at the crack den. Oh. Okay, thanks. it is. It was the, it's the only time we've ever had uh, children. I yeah, think. you did Their that for me, especially in. for me. Yeah, Mag is coming. Yeah. They flew over. Get the yeah, kids in. She stayed 12, 14 hours in an airport. Why don't we just tip her over the edge? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they weren't, they really, people weren't laughing that much at anything last night. Just please God, tonight. I think, we'll we be got, I think we got a review from on Google Maps last night, oh, on Google accounts last night. Okay. Um, and and I think he mentioned why were there kids in? Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, go yeah. read it. Read, I'm it. read it out. I'm not going to read it all because actually. Is it, it quite the, long? It's not long. It's just mean. I bet, um, it's, the, I bet it's the dad. I wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> if I'd have thought of it, I'd have written one. I'd have said that Max was Because the family security comes up and goes, there's, uh, there's children in there. Like, what? Mm. And then we, we're like, oh, there is. And um, he says, as long as I don't drink. We're grand. The parents are in. Blah, blah, blah. So this is a review. I'm not going to name the name. Disappointing overall. Oh. Now this is one. It's a three star review, which um, f- very generous three stars for a disappointing. Do you know? Yeah. Fair play to. Why are they disappointed? Uh, well, the venue is fine, and, and the, the Aussie, good. The Aussie compare was funny. Who the hell's that? Uh, that's you. Oh yeah. But they allowed children into the gig. Oh yeah. And uh, overall, saw the comedians checking their watches. Well, we all do that anyway. Do they mention me? Do I get a mention at all? Yeah, it goes on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> page page three. Bad reviews. Oh, Sorry, I'll scroll about. down. They gave out a lot of... They scroll uh, down? Yeah, just scrolling down here. Oh, uh, that's chatbot. Come on, man. Uh, one comedian, Mags McHugh, <laughs> very insulted. Oh, nice. She mentioned fisting. Lovely. Saw the 13-year-old boy cry. Yeah. Uh, I'm, oh. making <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'm making a lot of that up yeah. But there was a review uh, oh. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? We've got everything else is five stars You're, the, I, I always like when we get a, Something, a, something it's, it's like something else How do you we work get, off? Yeah, you'd be like, okay No children in the club Yeah, no thanks But thanks we knew that feedback um, But like, what so are you You're well, looking like, for bad reviews I shall put some up for you Please darling. do Because we've got loads of good yeah. reviews And so I, when a bad review comes around I'm like, oh, what do they say? Oh. But a good review, you know what it's You know that's your time to shine, you know. Like what? Yes, we could have turned the four people away—the parents and the kids. We could have kicked them out, but then, what do you do then? Then you. I witness, think you should. Yeah, I think it's better. To, better to. Well, for me, it's rules better. Rules. I, it's better to turn them away. Rules are rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tell you what's happening in England quite a bit for me is that promoters all do you all talk to you? Is it like that here? Because I'm not a promoter. All the promoters seem to talk to each other. So if you do really yeah, well, there's only five of us, and we're all mates, I guess. Uh, so, yeah. so they, so they'll tell each other. So I remember being at a gig and somebody said, "Heard you did really good." It was at where it was Top Secret, and I went, well, "How? How do you know?" Because it was at a totally different club. And he went, "Because we all talk to each other." And I went, "Do you?" And he said, "A report goes in at the end of each gig." A report. A report. Oh, we're not doing that. No, no that's a very, that's a very know, English thing. Know. That's not ours. Yeah, yeah, they that, yeah we don't do reports in but Ireland. Do you, do you, okay, but they do reports there. They, they, so they know who's done what. There's no whatever. reports. No reports? Hundreds of gigs, no reports. But do you all talk to each other about how badly or how well people are doing? Oh, yeah. No, that's if someone bombs 
for a full weekend, there will be a report on that. Excellent. Yeah. On Twitter. There's no... <laughs> oh, I was hoping there's no, I'd like to put no, it on Twitter is better, yeah, isn't it? There's no Twitter. positive reports. No. There's no... Oh. Uh, the, they, it's they just, were so nice. People are yeah. so... That's really kind. That's nice, yeah. No, I'll tell you what, that's what's we good we, about yeah, We would say to someone, oh, that person is was brilliant, you know, and then, yeah, of course. Also, because we, when someone says that to us, we're like, great. Because you're trying to book people you and you want new people. So it's great when you hear it. You're like, it's brilliant, get them on. Because I didn't know it, the first time somebody put something nice up from one of the clubs and he said, I don't expect you to put this on the pod thing, but he said um, that to book this woman, she's very funny. But my phone started, the state started pinging, like this noise was going off. And I thought, what on earth's going on? Like some major catastrophe must have happened. I immediately think, but it was people trying to book me. Like suddenly somebody says, book this what? person. It's a very odd thing. Because I've never, that's very odd, isn't it? It's good it? though, isn't it? Because that's, it's the best, it's like anything. Word of mouth is, is the best advertiser. It's the best. And, and you can't, you can't keep doing anything really well and be ignored yeah, in anything. Right. So when you're, when you're, when you're doing a, a, your own original stuff and you're ripping it everywhere you go, people will notice for sure. People yeah. notice. And people will go, how do you get, how do you get a gig? Well, people will hear about it. It's They'll just very, hear about it. Yeah, it's very odd to think. It was a guy called, another one was Mooch. Do you know Mooch? Dat, Mooch, Mooch. it sounds like a yoga, he, he frozen does, yoga. He used to have Vauxhall comedy. It's now called Big Belly Comedy. And he Is that the one with all you, the weird lights behind the tiny little lights yeah, that's and the one. Yeah, you? it's a backdrop. But the, the, no, somebody, put a, somebody put a review into the club. He screenshotted that and then put a review up himself of me doing comedy. That was really kind. Like, why would, I think yeah, that's a really People have a lot of time thing. on their hands and most of the time it's not good, but sometimes it is good. Thank you. Yeah, That's I thought good. you were going to you were being negative there, but you turned that round no, there, no. Damo, like, and that positivity. If, if, if people like people should always do that. If people think something negative, don't do anything with it. Yeah. Like if, if, if unless it's, you think it's going to help, but if something positive, like, yeah, everyone should be that doing was, that. That was really nice. Hey, well, so yeah. um, people coming in the door. Um, oh Jesus! What time is it? Seven thirty. Oh, we're fine. Same we're same fine. Yeah, so would you move so, back to Ireland? Or you got too I work, much work over I'm there? happy between the two because I'm doing so work do here. I'm doing a happiness course. I'm writing at the minute. Um, hey. I know, we all need that. Well, yeah. I did one before. I wrote one called <laughs> you said Infected. That, so unhappy. I know, <laughs> ah, fucking happiness. You know, when, you, when you study happiness, as I have, um, infected. It's called Infected with Happiness. Was the first one I wrote for a university here. So that's what I'm working wow. on. Wow. So break that services. down. How do you teach happiness? Well, you do, what you do, it's happy. Oh, I don't know how much you want me to go into it, but the lots. Gist of it, yeah. lots. We're miserable Hit comedians. Yeah. Miserable. Okay. The gist of it is that. If you aspire, if you're working at getting to happiness, you're not going to, it's not something you just get. Happiness is the things you notice on the way. Happiness uh, is the yeah. small things. It's stopping to smell the roses. And if you do, for example, for me, I stop and smell flowers. On When I see flowers, I stop and smell them. Um, but people will often say to me, what do they smell? Do they smell nice? But they don't stop and smell them themselves. They want someone else to do it for them to sort of, to say, yeah, they yeah. smell lovely. It's that noticing the lovely things along the way. The good I hear you. So it's, it's trying to kind of be present and experience. It is. And just, yeah, looking for the good. And or gratitude. The good, That's yeah. all in it. Yeah. Love and gratitude. Yeah. Like people say that I'm, some people say I'm very happy all that. Some people say I'm the happiest person they know. Mm-hmm. But I think that's because, you know. It's because they don't know you. They don't know me very well. Mm-hmm. No, because I, uh, if I'm in the moment, I'm usually in the moment because I'm, I struggle with plan. I can't plan. I can't mm-hmm. look ahead. I can't yeah. look ahead, it ruins my brain. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm going to sit in and enjoy the coffee because that's all I can focus on. So I think there's something to do with like, in it's almost moment. tunnel vision. Well, it, I think it's a problem. That, in a nutshell, because what you did there, you're in the moment, you're there, you're having the coffee. When I was at the airport, although all that happened, I actually enjoyed 
what I was doing. Like even being on the tannoy was quite fun. I thought, yeah. I've never done this before. I'll have a go at this, yeah. see if we can make this the bing bong. And off I went. It was it was quite an experience. And then to sit on, then loads of people come in. I've never, I'll probably never have that. Hopefully I won't miss another flight. But if I yeah. do, I didn't actually get it down in the dumps and get in a stew about it. I just enjoyed the bits I was doing while I was there. Do you think unhappiness comes from all the stuff we think about piling up? Yeah. So it's because that's when because yeah. when I'm if I'm sitting there enjoying myself looking at the clouds and someone's like oh man you got to fill in that thing I'm like ah oh, no that's when it creeps mm-hmm. like when you remember all the stuff you have to do and it, it can mm. be very draining isn't it? forms it's, it's the future stuff forms it's often stuff we worry about that probably won't happen yeah so I got one of the exercises I got which worked on the first course was to get people it was it wherever the university was I said twenty minutes from here that Martians are landing. And I'd got psychiatrists on the course, nurses, doctors, family members, people with mental health issues. It's a whole group of people. And they weren't gelling. Nobody was talking to each other. I said, 20 minutes from now, Martians are landing and they want to know what happiness is, how you get happy. And you you just need to tell them, that's it, work in groups. They just start banging each other. I think so. I only join in. <laughs> I think Pick a hole. I think there was some banging. There was some All banging. All the men go- just pulled their pants down. <laughs> All right. There's a happiness. Woo! You went straight to banging, which was lovely. But some people were banging by the end of the course, in fairness. Really? But they hadn't been banging uh, in quite yeah. a while. But uh, uh, yeah. that right. wasn't, I like wasn't advocating. Was that, was that a module in the course? That was <laughs> no, Week bad. two, banging. Banging module. <laughs> But it was. Don't forget to smile. Back. They came back with it was it was the little thing. It was the sunsets, the sunrise. It's having tea with your mates. It's having a chat. It's walking in the park. It's smelling the roses. It's hugging your children if you've got kids. Mm. And there was one person who was giving me permission to tell this. She said, uh, "I don't. I would. I would hug my children more, but I just don't have time." And the whole room went silent. Everybody went, "Christ! Like you stopped hugging your kids." She went, "No, well, I don't." Have time, and she. Somebody said, you know, if you could have a million quid, a million euros, or you can hug your children, and you never get to hug your kids again, which you choose. And she went, oh, hugging. I want to hug my little little one. And uh, so, from then on, she sets her clock. Even now, she does it. She sets her clock early, and she has ten or fifteen minutes in the morning where she just spends that time hugging her child. Aww. Now I know that sounds really soft, but nobody came back and said happiness is about the big house. The car. The Tell you holiday. what, I'd love a million euro though. No, they didn't. Oh, they great. didn't. No, they. Yeah. Nobody said that. Seriously, no. They yeah, because they're all doctors and they've got money. No, they're, <laughs> <laughs> they're all rich. They've so got good. time to do a course. I'm so, telling cost, you, cost, poor people don't have time to do a happiness course. They're so, grinding away. It says that says a lot about the cynical comedians. No, but that's a, that's a very first world problem, yeah. man. If you're working like 15 hours a day and you're still getting like less than minimum wage, you can't be like, oh, I've got to get to that. I know, but you'd spend you spend time hugging your little. Oh no, I don't believe that, Damo. No. I know, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm just saying, like, it's, yeah, it, we're, we're good. We're in a good position that we can focus on our happiness. It's a great instead course. Instead of working for the man. It's a great course. Sign up. Uh, no, no, don't, don't, sign, no, don't sign up for it. Make make it it will be better. It will be better. I just, it's not there yet, but we're working on we're it. We're working nice. on the banging module. Happiness. As I undo my belt. You do, you do. <laughs> please, put it, please put it away, Damo. <laughs> it's a safe space. My penis feels safe. All right, all right. You got, you got a million euro, or you can never bang again. All right, okay. Make a choice. Am I married? It it doesn't matter. It's a hypothetical. What's that got to do with it? What's that? Well, if you're married, you're not gonna. If you're married, you need a fucking house. A million euro, or never bang again. Banging again. 
I'd, I'd go I'd, with I'd, never banging I'd, or I'd, banging. I'd bang the million euro. No, no, I'd, I, no money. No, no. You go You'd, bang. You, banging. You go bang. Bang it. You go bang. Yeah. Okay. A million euro. <laughs> yeah. Keep coming. It's just I like a new this game. game. It's just a new Edinburgh show. It's a million <laughs> euros. Or... By the way, I'm only saying if you had the million in front of me in a briefcase, I'd be taking it. Like if I could physically see. Anyway. I've got a briefcase right here, oh, right? Yeah, here we go. This, that's a big briefcase for the podcast. Euro. That's a, you'd get a million. But in how that, could right? they? How could they? How, have you got an ankle tag, or have they got a, a dick tag to make sure you don't bang again? Like, how do they police? I didn't it? come up with it. It was in the happiness course. <laughs> Banging <laughs> someone isn't said, the module, just yeah, so you Someone know. said yeah. a million <laughs> euro, but you can never hug your kids again. Yeah. Or you can, or you hug your kids. They're the. They're oh your yeah, choice. yeah, yeah. You'd hug your kids. Hug your kids. On your deathbed, you'd be like low. Okay, okay. Hug your kids. Yeah. But you can never bang again. Oh, or oh, come on! Oh, Eddie, don't do Sorry, this. Don't do that. Mags, Mags kind of mouthed that to me, and I was like, "Okay, I'll say it." That was Mags' idea there. Yeah, Mags, you're Mags. filthy. Oh. Jesus Christ, Mags. Okay. okay. Want, it depends who's asking. <laughs> it depends I'd whether you're married hug, or not. I I'd love the idea. I probably go hug, probably hug the kid because mm. we I banged to hug the kid, so it's what you get. You got your bang, bang in. Got my bang in. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot there, and really. You've got your, you've got your beautiful, your dog. I got my dog. Oh, and you, and if you, I had to choose, to be I banging thinking, or hugging my dog, you'd, say, you'd, you'd take her off the leash straight away. See you later, yeah. dog. No. Bye, Ishka. No, I was, I was thinking of your partner. Yeah. Oh, Beyonce. If it was your partner, or no, or the million, which would you go? I'd have to go with her. Did Only because she's up, rich. Up, up, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> is she rich, Eddie? No, she's not, she's doing well enough. Oh, now okay. up the fee a bit. Which Let's see what the number. Is. <laughs> what is the number? Yeah. What is the number? What is the number? No, she's priceless. Yeah, priceless. Like a Mastercard. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I call my wife my Mastercard. No, I don't. But I might start. That's a good idea. That is good, Jim. Yeah, a million. So even if someone said uh, you can never do stand up again. Or a million, like to, if you, if you nah, get a million, nah, if you nah, nah, nah. I do, do stand up. You yeah. got to follow your heart. See, like the money, the money will. It's just taking the stress away, but doesn't give you Have happiness. Have you ever worked such. with rich people? I've worked with lots oh, of rich yeah. people. They make you sick. I've, I've done gigs to them, but they're not that happy. They're I did not. so. They're I did not. a couple of gigs at the Shard. You know that nice kind of tall building. Thing. Yeah, and uh, Ray Rich. Unhappy people, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Man, I've seen very, that firsthand very... many times, right? Because Sandra used to work in the Four Seasons Hotel. So get this. Every three months, we got to stay for free oh. in any Four Seasons around the world, right? Nice. And everything we bought there, food or drink, I'll say that again, or drink, right? Mm-hmm. 50% off. So mm-hmm. we're staying in the Four Seasons for free. And for years, we just went to different countries, going to the Four Seasons. The, the highest of the high, and we'd always have dinner, nine course meal, fucking different wine every course, la la la, all that. And we'd be looking around, and every other table, we'd be having the crack, just the two of us. Like there was no one laughing or smiling at any other tables. They're all well to do, this and that, silence, not really talking. Yeah. No one was having a good time. We were getting on with the staff, obviously, because they were like us. Just yeah. having the crack. But there is, there Ma- Mags about. in the corner giving a happiness course. No. She was in a wheelchair facing <laughs> the wall. <laughs> that's the right place for me. But in fairness, a lot of people would put me in a corner. But oh, that's they were not. Listen, oh, this is so funny. This summed up like there was a, an older couple, you know, he had the red trousers and the bloody white sweater over his shoulders and shit, like silver hair, both of them. And uh, he was walking in the lobby of a Four Seasons uh, in Park Lane, I think this one was. Mm. He was like one foot in front of the other. You know, like the the knee, heel to the toe, then heel to the toe, heel to the toe along the floor. Walking. You're walking, but slowly. And she was watching him, and he was going. He was like, but was heel he hammered to his toe? Yeah. So I went. Right. I was going to the toilet, walked past, and I was like, Yeah, I reckon you're sober enough to drive, mate. Like that. And then uh, 
She goes, no, we're measuring the carpet because we want to buy it. Wow. He was measuring a carpet in the lobby of a Four Seasons. Were they going to try to buy it there and then after Four Seasons? I don't know. That's what they said. So they're either going to try and get the exact same carpet or buy it off them. And, and, and here's you? me just looking at him going, oh, yeah, he's just like, yeah, <laughs> you're, you're the drive you're, home, you're mate. There, you're there stealing <laughs> uh, tissue from the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, mate, take the carpet. <laughs> Free toilet roll in the bathroom too, mate. <laughs> I, I stayed at the Savoy. Have you ever stayed at the Savoy, which I paid the full price for, oh, which it's is lovely, seven, £700 a night. So a few years ago I found out I'd got cancer. I'm all right now, but I was really, I thought I was going to die. So I activated a credit card and I moved into the Savoy Hotel. Oh, that's good stuff. Because I thought... I thought I don't want to die in a bed sit in, in England, having moved over to do the work. I'll die in the Savoy. I'll top myself. I did. I thought I'll die in this. I thought because I asked the doctor, yeah, because she said, you know, I said to her, how bad is it? She said, you know, you haven't got. It's not good. I said, how bad? And she said, you live, you die. So I thought I took that to mean I'm going to die very, very soon. She said, you live, you die. That's what her response was. You live, you die. That's not a very what? technical medical response. Well, they no, usually give you. Here's your chances. Or... No, she didn't give me any chance. She didn't talk about chances. She so I thought. I'm not going to, I'm just going to get myself somewhere nice. This is an official NHS response to... You live, you die. That's, that's horrible. That sounds like something Batman would say to a villain. Well, she said it. And so I moved in to the, um, the Savoy. And when you move in, if you, if you stay there for any length of time, they don't let you have any suitcases in the hallway. They take the suitcases off you. There's no, you can't have any luggage. They've got a luggage-free area. It's bizarre. But all the time they're making a fuss about taking my suitcases off me to take it to the bedroom. I was um, thinking, I wonder what they're like about coffins because I thought I'd be going out there. I thought, what are they going to be like about that? And I was also, because, you know, when I was ill, I started shoplifting. I mean, really badly. Like When I say badly, I did it well. I'm very good at shoplifting. Whoa, what was the best stuff you, st- you stole? I, I only stole Sudocrem. Um, Sudocrem, 17 tubs I stole in the first week. Wow. And, and like up um, your sleeve or anyway, in your jacket? all over the shop. And it, um, onion soup. I went wild stealing that. I don't even like onion soup. But Did you steal I anything was... you liked? No, it's the, no, it's the only things <laughs> I stole. I mean, it wasn't rational. And I was doing suicide prevention, like living at the Savoy. I was doing that online. Yeah, it was a strange time. Yeah. How long, well, did, the, how long did the treatment take? Oh, was a, but I mean, it wasn't... Well, I just... To start with, it's, do you have a massive better. debt on Mastercard now? I did, you, yeah, huge, a huge amount. Have you of, paid it off? No, no, it's, it's, I spent. This is what happened. Was the reason I'm starting to tell you this. The only reason for telling you this is that the unhappiness of people was the other thing I did was I started drinking cocktails, which I'd never really had oh, a taste good, for before. They? they are in the Savoy and they've got lovely ones. Mm. But what I used to do there was if someone looked miserable, I'd buy them drinks because it was all on a credit card. I just thought it's fine. So <laughs> and I'll be dead soon. And I'll be dead soon. <laughs> My coffin's outside the bar. Yeah. And so, after after Mags is uh, happy course is. <laughs> The Mags' financial advice course. <laughs> <laughs> probably, in I know. I spent so much. I spent so much money. 17700 it was on the card. Wow. But the only reason I moved out was because I was at a gig. I was doing comedy in between the suicide prevention work online because it was all on Zooms, I know. And I ended up in the um, back of a gig and somebody else, another comedian, had bought a camera. Uh, Victoria, I didn't know Victoria Angelini. He bought yeah. it and I said much was it and he said oh it's expensive and I went is it and he went yes yeah, 700 and I went Christ that's a lot and then I thought I'm staying at a hotel that costs that a night like that suddenly realized like penny wow. drop moment I thought and I'm not dead yet in fact I felt better the food is good at the Savoy the other thing is <laughs> breakfasts are really nice the lovely breakfast the only thing don't have is the pea soup you can have pea 
on mint on on toast for breakfast. Uh. Not soup. It's very strange. I had that tasted odd. Other than that, everything else was good. But the guy who runs the restaurant there, you know, the guy that shouts a lot. You know, the guy that's mm. he's very shouty. What's his name? I forgot. On TV, name. the guy. Yeah, that guy. What's the guy? Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, he's got the restaurant downstairs. They do onion soup there, but because the girls saw so much onion soup in their hotel room, because they keep changing the beds and everything, the sheets are on and off all the time. They're very nice. Um, they started bringing me soup up from the kitchen, so I was getting wow. free onion soup. Oh. Was it good? I don't like onion oh, soup. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and you were like, I've got tons of in my jacket as well. I don't know <laughs> I what I've got. onion I soup on I mean, room. I went back. I, I paid for everything. I paid for a lot of pseudocreme. I had to because obviously I can't be stealing. I'm just laughing at the, th- the thought of a porter on a trolley. He's got a coffin full of onion soup reeling it <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, keep that in the hallway. <laughs> no. no, I actually t- I did take that to like food banks. Like A lot of them didn't want it because it's so much onion soup. Robin Hood. Steal from the rich, rich give yeah, it to the poor. No, it was Tesco's, isn't it? Pseudocreme to the take, poor. Take what you want in it, leave a donation really yeah. at Tesco. So, uh, yeah, I did. Wow, so, and with the suicide prevention course, what stopped you from, like, topping yourself? Like that's Jesus Christ, need, Emma. No, we all need to know this information. You were giving the course. I run, I run so, uh, my job is helping people not to top themselves. Oh, right. What, you, a, what there should be a cool sport to help. What's the question? Why yeah. didn't I top myself? Yeah, no, why? You know, okay. <laughs> Jesus, what a, what a left turn. Is this is great. Come so on. it's good to yeah. see you. Yeah. How are yeah. you still alive? Haven't you killed yourself? No, Come on. No, because that, that, that credit card idea, me and Sandra had the same idea oh. when we were drunk. This is before we had a kid. Mm. But she goes to me one day, she was deadly serious, right? She was like, why don't we get the biggest loan we can for the mm. bank, both of us? I think I told Eddie this once. No. And then we'll travel the world and when we run out of money, mm. we'll kill ourselves. And I thought that was the best idea I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, okay. Do, why don't more people do that? I don't know. I think people do probably. They probably do. So many people value so life. People at the Savoy, just people at the Savoy to tell you this, that although they, I got them drinks and Well, it, it goes back to the first question. A million dollars. Yeah, we're back with <laughs> Or yeah, yeah. they weren't happy. Die. Yeah, I that's was true. happy that my cotton sheets, they put a little cotton piece of like linen on the floor so your feet don't touch the carpet in the morning. Like there's this special oh, piece. Nice. It's batches. Was that the turndown team that do that? The they do. There's all sorts happening. There's stuff coming and going. There's chocolates <laughs> in. There's chocolates out. There's soup. But because I didn't say I don't like the onion soup, I was then throwing soup away. I felt bad about that. And when people started buying me turmeric because when you've got cancer, everybody's been on YouTube and they think, Turmeric's the answer to everything. It's not. So your mouth was not. all yellow were all the time. You, oh. Were you getting chemo? Oh, I had all sorts. I, I, it was just, I'm all right now. I'm fine. Yeah. So let's just, yeah. Okay. It was rough. Well done. It was rough. Yeah. I'm but when you right. thought you, when you thought well you were going to die, you were like, I'm just going to see this straight through. I'm just, you no, know, what I thought was, I'm going to enjoy the time I've got. Because I've never really looked after my, I've never stayed in a hotel like that for that length. That was a nanny and I worked Because yeah, it cost 17 grand. <laughs> I'd never stayed anywhere that cost £700 a night. Mm. That's a lot of money. Well, to me it is. I I earn not a lot of money. Um, But £700 a night was was a bit much, really, looking back on it. But it was a nice place to stay. Um, I got to see lots of shows. I did nice things. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, you you, 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 you went went all out. Yeah, I went full on. Full on. It was good. You know, I enjoyed it. But, you know, I I got up. And then I paid for the... That must be slightly frustrating, though. What, is having it? to pay for Not really, no. I just no? accept it. Look, I'm alive, aren't I? I didn't die. Yeah, 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 I lost yeah, yeah. hair. Hair's come back. I've wore lots of scarves. Mm. I've covered stuff up. You know, it's it's all right. I now mean, you've got nine layers on your face? I've got, yeah, That's I've got fantastic. a lot of makeup. People said today I looked really shitty, so I went and got my face done, yeah. Got sort of makeup. I don't normally wear makeup, but they said I looked very ill-looking. But, yeah, 
It's all right. Yeah, but you know, you're, yeah. you're, you know, you're I'm Irish still there, not... with an English accent. You're supposed to look ill. Thanks. Thanks for bringing that up, Irish with an English accent. That's so lovely, isn't it? An old woman with cancer. Someone would say, yeah, old woman with cancer. Why not? Yeah, finish on that. Yeah. They weren't referring to your appearance, Max. They heard you on the podcast. They heard you that you sound ill. I sound terrible. Yeah. Um, and what, 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 are you, where are you gigging lately in London? Doing the clubs? Yeah. I'm, do, I'm doing all right. I mean, I'm amazed I get paid gigs. I got these ones at the Shard. Because somebody right. saw me somewhere else and I've been doing these private gigs, so that's really nice just yeah, to be able to... Because you're ripping up. Well, I don't, don't, know if I'm, don't know if I'm ripping anything up, but they seem to like it. And then yeah, yeah. I'm doing, you know, Vauxhall, Big Belly, Backyard. I did Up the Creek a few weeks ago. That was nice. Nice. Uh, on a weekend. You used to do a bit where you'd pretend to be a psychic medium. Yeah. And it, it was very good. And then I remember you telling me you got booked in to be an actual psychic. In Liverpool. In Liverpool off the back of doing a comedy bit on stage where you would like uh, talk to the dead of people in the audience as a joke. That's yeah. great. And, uh, and then, yeah, but people were coming up being like, oh my God, you're a psychic and like just not getting the joke. No, so like most of the audience would be laughing and one person's going, she's a psychic. I need to book a psychic. People often think I am a psychic. Psychiatric, but yeah. Did you I do mean- the psychic gig in Liverpool? No, I don't do. I did. I did. I got paid to do it. But I don't do that anymore. They, that did, was awful. Did yeah. they get it that you were it was, as a comedy actor? Even or did though they get I told it? them, it's even though I say this isn't real, they actually think I'm speaking or that I understand them. Like, but, that's so, not her talking. It's some ghost. Yeah. <laughs> like I did one at Hapney and a woman ran out, ran across the bridge. I was doing a bit about you've got a leakage problem or you know leaky bladder leakage. It could be. It could be. This. It was just bat. It's just batshit stuff because I was doing the wheelchair stuff. So I'm pushing the chair back over the Hapney bridge to go back home to the car, whatever. And this woman comes over. She goes, "Um, my, I, I've got a leaky faucet." I said, have you? She said, yeah. I thought, oh, God. She's seen me at the comedy. I said, did you see me at the comedy club? I went, comedy club. I said it really clearly, mm-hmm. implying it was comedy. And she said, yes, I've got a leaky faucet. What am I going to do? And I went, well, at the comedy, we were at the, at the comedy, was it? You saw me mentioning the thing. It was the comedy act, the comedy. And she went, yeah, it's leaking. And I went, where is it? And she said, he's um, Philadelphia. I said, I'd ring home and get it sorted, get it done now. <laughs> and she did. She rang. <laughs> I thought there's no point because she really believes yeah. I know that she's got she, a leak. But did she think you were a plumber? Did she have heart- I don't know what she thought. I mean, people have, people are a little bit, you know, mm. odd, different. Yeah. Like, that's funny. Do you, do you still do that sometimes? Though? Not really, no. no. The trouble that you got I into. only did the leak. I only did the whole psychic stuff was because I was in a wheelchair and it was about the batshittery of that, really. Oh, Standing yeah, up halfway yeah. through, but it was about, yes, I don't mm. need to. So no, that's I don't do it. Funny. Yeah, that's great. You could you could dig that character back up. Do you reckon? Damn yeah, right. yeah, it's funny. You liked it. I mean, it was just it was mad. I, I just I just like the trouble that it causes that people believe you're an actual psychic. Just I purely. I used to for say that. things like I said. I used to say this. I'm looking for someone with a letter D in the name. David, Dennis, Daniel, Dorito. I all the names are D, and then I'd go. Um, Okay, so the message is they never liked your partner. Look out for knives in your back. And all these women at the back of the club go. <gasps> They're the ones that put me for Liverpool. And I went, so at the end I'd go, um, actually that message, uh, there's a message coming through. It's actually for Brian. He's a bloody dyslexic. And then she was marrying her. Her husband-to-be was going to be called Brian. And he was a bloody dyslexic. They're not, they're not bloody. He was a dyslexic. So they booked me. It was them. They were very keen because wow. they thought. And I went, but it's that just. They connected. They, can, they thought it was that it was all about them. And then and you went to Liverpool and did the gig. How I was did, the gig in I Liverpool? Did, it was it's good. I got paid to do it. I shouldn't have done that. I'm ashamed of that now. Well, you did tell them. It. I did tell them. So, yeah. 
But what? So when you, how long a gig did you do? Did you just make up a load of stuff on the did spot? Rub, absolute rubbish. Yeah. And you, but you pretended to be a psychic for like how long? Oh, forty-five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck do you hold that up for 45 minutes? Do you just keep manifesting? Well, no, you just say things like, oh, I'm sensing a little angst. Is there somebody angsty or are you a a perfectionist here? And they go and they go on about how they are. You'll never ever be good enough. But you just let them talk for a while about how they are a perfectionist. And then you say, you'll never be good enough. People laugh and then you go, no, you might be. They're just saying and they, they want, I always ended it with, they want you to know that they're all right. That's what I ended everything That's with. That's all you've got to say at the end of it. It's the same they message every time. Every time. They want you to know that they're Brian, all right. Brian, David, they're all, all they're saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they want you to know that they're all right. I mean, it's not, it's not right, but I only ever did it. Because you could make good money fun. doing that. That's I could make a lot funny. of money doing yeah. it, yeah. People will pay for, yeah. And even when they know it's like a parody, it's so funny. And like, I've never heard anyone, uh, like I used to watch uh, Psychic <laughs> Sally because it just baffles me. But I've never seen, like... Did you ever do something like, I'm getting an S over this way? Is it a Stuart, Stephen? Is it? Yeah, yeah, Stuart, Stuart. Oh, got some sad news, actually. Uh, he passed away. <laughs> you know, because they're all dead. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're all dead. You know they're dead. Wouldn't that be funny? His ghost is telling me that he's passed away. Just in case Isn't that you funny? No. Is that funny? Kind of. I guess not. No, you weren't laughing. Fair yeah. enough. But that was that. I thought that was. Funny. I would have laughed if I thought it was funny. But yeah, thanks, yeah. Max. I'm not even yeah. internally sorry it wasn't funny, yeah, no, but no, it might be. I get that a lot, in your yeah. head. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so all these people that you wanted me to talk to, they're all dead. They're all dead. No, they they laughed at. But they, they liked it. They do. It's great. Bring it back. All right. Bring the crackdown has to open in five minutes. Max is going to rip it up in front of no children. There's going to be no kids in tonight. I hope so. Hope it's better than last night because last Please. night. Mags, can you one more psychic thing? Can you predict the future? How's the gig going to go tonight? Reasonably well. All right, I like manifest. That. I like that. <laughs> manifest. Do you, do you believe in all that manifesting? Um, to yeah, manifest a little bit. What I about try you and... two? Are you manifesting at the minute? What are you manifesting? Damo next? manifested me into his life. That's true. And uh, I, just, I just followed him around until. The I first time we gigged together was Cork. How many years ago is yeah. that? Yeah, five years ago. Yeah, this was the very first gig I ever booked. Yep. And uh, booked Damo and been booking him every day since. And booked you. And Since uh, I was driving, I was the idiot. That wasn't the, the only reason. No. I, I, I needed some psychic advice <laughs> as well yeah. in the car. You're so full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that from the bottom you of my You are a good psychic. I mean that from the bottom of my bottom. I was looking at a lineup of all the comedians in Dublin. I said, who has a car and who's a psychic? Okay, yeah, how am a, I going to get some? Yeah. yeah. No, no, you ripped it. That was a great gig. Um, oh, venues closed work. down now, but sure, look, wasn't us. And, and uh, if people can follow you in non oh, non don't creepy bother follow me. Don't is it at all. Mags McHugh? Yeah, don't, don't honestly, don't bother following me. Hi, hey, Hi. We'll be, okay, that's, we'll we're going to wrap this we'll up. We'll be open now. in 10 minutes. 10 minutes, yeah, sure. Hey. You can grab a drink and come back. Leave your stuff. Hi there. Hi. How are you? Oh, good. Hey. Yeah, we wanted to go mention anything Okay, guys, well, they're working. Let's just be rushing. We're just wrapping yeah, this up and we we'll see you in 10 minutes. Mention the baby. We'll leave the baby alone. I kind of want to make out with all three of you. Okay. <laughs> hey, oh, especially me. I know, darling. Okay, welcome. Right. Welcome. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you. Lively. See you very soon. All right. What? <laughs> oh, yeah, wait. So, so you are said you... sometimes you get people coming to your gigs uh, that you've worked with in the past that are... Uh, Pedophiles. Pe- yeah, thanks. Yes. thanks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was going to try and uh, skirt around, but yeah, they're pe- so you've, got, you've had pedophiles come to your gig. I have, darling. Yeah. And so uh, how did you know? Unless they told you, or you just smell it. Oh no! I you, you did your psychic powers. <laughs> 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 
They don't smell. Do you know what? I, they don't. I, I feel so someone's starting with P. There's a P in the room. There's a, there's a P. P. There's a, oh, Jesus. I just got the rest of the word in my head. Or like, yeah. Uh, yeah, so well, yeah, what happened? What? Well, uh, they just turn up. I, but what do you mean? What, what do you mean? Peter, there are Peter, I mean, there are pedophiles everywhere. I mean, I don't want to hear it today, but... Oh, so you're just be. saying statistically oh, no, there's no, likelihood no, that they're no, in. No, I have pedophiles that I've worked with in the past who track me down. Why are they coming to your gig? Because I've helped them in the past. People turn up for gigs all the time. You've helped they? them. Oh, it's part of your work. You have to help them. I have in the past, yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, look at Prince Andrew. I'm not saying... <laughs> But look at Prince Andrew. One of, one of my more, look at him. One, one of my more famous clients. No. Yeah. I'm I got the not sweating thing down, but then okay. everything else is a mess. Look, the the good s- news is I can charge him no. quite a bit. Uh, <laughs> I didn't say he was a paedophile. I just said, but if you look at him, if you have a rich mother, for example, who could pay somebody off and you don't have to court, that might help. That would be a very... But that's not to say that he is a paedophile. But, but come on. Well, you, it's not the best solution. The best solution is to nip and, it in the bud. Often people don't offend once. You know, if somebody's done something once, they're probably likely to have done it more than once. Mm. They're not that unusual. It's not unusual to see or meet pedophiles. It's not unusual Usual to meet pedophiles. That's what Tom Jones was singing about. <laughs> and he, he's, he's knee Hollyhead. He's from knee Hollyhead. No, he's not. <laughs> so oh, my God. That was amazing. No, he's not. Um... He's from South Wales. Well, I mean, I do attract in, in terms of in the work I do or just on the way to a gig. On the train, I was in London going to a gig in Hoban. So I'm getting on at Myland. It's about six stops. And in that time, a man sits opposite me, gets a knife out, and he says, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm not going to stab you. And I went, good, good. And I thought, this isn't great. You know, this is not great. And then he went, and he just eyes up the people down the, down the, what? the train. Yeah. So I... I said, okay, and I thought, they're all in there, they've all got their earphones in and they're looking straight ahead because on the underground you don't look at anybody, everybody stares, mm. you know, there's signs up about not looking at anybody. So he, he tells you his intention to he hurt says, the others. Well, he kind of implies it by the yeah. eye movement. How big is his knife, as an and Australian's like well, to he's know? changing the blade on it and it's a Stanley knife, but it's quite... It's, oh, jeez. So it's a new blade. Oh, I put my bag in front of me and I said loudly... It's good you're not going to stab me. I'm glad. I said it very loudly so they heard because I thought, I don't even know if they've heard him say that mm-hmm. at all. The train stopped and they all got off. And by now, I couldn't get off in time. The train door <laughs> shut and I'm on my own on the train with a man. And oh, like, man. You know what I mean? That's on, on the way to a gig. So I just, yeah. Anyway, I, I had a chat with him about how he was, how he was, how he was feeling. God, it sounds like I'm going into counselling mode. But the gist of it is he'd had a really rough day. He felt really bad. A few things had happened blah, blah, blah. And I just said, do us a favour, darling. Would you stick the knife back in the bag in your satchel? He had a satchel and, and a screwdriver and we'd have a chat. So oh. we chatted for a little while. I got off. I went and reported it. They always say report stuff if you see something that's not. What was it? See it, say it, sorted. Yeah. And um, they, the woman just said, yeah, I know. Yeah, it happens all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's not sorted at all. No, sorted out. Thanks for seeing it, saying it's sorted. Thank I you. I just thought, Je- you. do you know something? Like, that is, I said, do, you, do we need to write a report or anything? Do I need to need a description? Or, like, the guy needs help. And sounds sounds could, like you got the one Irish guard. She was just as calm as anything. And I went on to the gig and I thought, good God. He's still on the train. Yeah. Wow. But maybe because it was on CCTV, maybe they stopped him. And maybe he put the bag and, you know, the knife in the satchel and off he went. We'd had a chat. Perhaps. Mm, maybe you did the 
You're like a, a oh, vi- don't you're like, go there. Don't say I'm like you're like that. a vag- you're like a vigilante. I'm not a vigilante. Yeah. You're a bit of a vigilante. Yeah, no, you it's are. just people. Yeah, you're, no, you're, no, you're, you're, you're you're like you're not like Batman in a cape kicking down doors of crimes, but yeah. you're like you're like Mags man in a cape. <laughs> <laughs> you're definitely you're definitely in the Justice League, man. Just like, everyone else, everyone else has like uh, beams coming out of their eyes or big fucking guns and things, but you come in and you're like. Put put it away. Just, just talk yeah, to we'll me just for a there. second. Put that down. Put that down yeah. there, darling. You're yeah. the hero that uh, yeah. the, the, the the city wants because there's no collateral damage. There's no, you know. Every Marvel movie would have been uh, a five minute. Uh, pop that down, <laughs> pop it. Pop <laughs> that in there, pop it. Yeah. You're grand. The aliens yeah. coming in. Yeah. Just pop that glove away with the crystals. You're yeah. grand. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> the aliens are coming. We don't... need to get mags. You get mags in. He's having a rough day, you know, but I mean, obviously. I mean, he has to run the universe. He's stressed. Just chill out, mate. Just send you to the Kremlin in Russia. Oh, God, no. Putin, put the. Just for the record, I don't want any pedophiles finding me. Okay, I've got enough to deal with. Just. She's got enough pedophiles in her case. She doesn't anymore. And there will be people, you know. Thank you for sharing, Mags. I don't know if that was. How was that funny, lads? Oh, it was. Don't you worry. We yeah, well, it's, it's interesting. Like the, the fact that you do this by day. Like usually, it's you know, like your day job by day. But you 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 help people by day, and then like come out at night, comedian by night. You know, help people by day. Sometimes it crosses over. Like this is this yeah. is the interesting part of the whole. Most comedians adhere to the uh, philosophy: of, m- m- laughter is the best medicine. But you are providing actual. Mental health medicine. Yeah, you can't just laugh in a pedo's you can't just face. Laugh. You can't just crack a joke. Someone pulls a knife out and you're like, what's that, a Stanley? Yeah. You know, you're like, come on, let's talk. Aideen was talking about things up bottoms, wasn't she? Things up bottoms. bottoms yeah. 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 And that is really common in, in hospital. That happens all the time. People coming in with stuff up their asses. Yeah. yeah. And they really, slipped in the shower every time. It's really common, yeah. Is it common yeah. for them to tell the truth? Because usually they slipped in the shower. The first time I ever... Have we got time for this? I don't think. We right. don't. We don't. No, well, we, don't it's now we could do an abbreviated, an abbreviated version. How quick? Just all I'm going to say is, you're going to if you put a light bulb up there, use a screwing one, not a bayonet one, because they're much harder. Oh, to the get bayonets out. are. We screw. You want to screw it in and out? Great yeah. advice for our listeners. I our listeners. <laughs> Our, our listenership will really appreciate that, Mags. That's a yeah. top tip. Do you know what? 200 listeners a week and a, a lot many, of them going many, to hospital. How many listeners do you have? 200 a week. 200 a week. Good grief. Yeah. Okay. Well, who knows when you listen? It's up and down, week. but, you know, long yeah, lost. 300 yeah. one week, 150 some week. Some of them have gotten a thousand. Yeah, yeah. Some of them have gotten a thousand. You just don't yeah. know. Yeah, this could, this could be you. Oh, I don't This could be it. All the pedos yeah. and are they're sharing it around. Yeah. Do you know what's funny too? Like I think if you had someone removing a light bulb from someone's ass, there's a good meme there. You could go, he's unscrewing it, it's coming out someone's ass, and he's like, oh, I just had a great idea. You know, with the light bulb moment. Light bulb and on that note, yeah. we better, there's people coming in the room for the show, so we got to kick off. All right. Cool. Thanks, Mags. Thanks, Mags. Pleasure.